This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. last segment talking about this latest Cooper Cup update that he um, aggravated like a new muscle strain in his recovery from the original muscle strain. Uh, Seahawks getting bent a little bit in the market right now, up to five and a half, so we're not at six yet. But uh, Ken and I will talk about, like, if Cup doesn't play, like, what should this number be? What would we do? We'll do that to start the power hour coming up in 20 minutes from now. We'll also talk Kenny Pickett's MVP chances. We'll do a couple long-shot quarterbacks if we have some time as well. Defensive player of the year coming up next hour, power hour, final hour. And then all our bets for tonight in baseball and, of course, in the great sport of college football. We very much look forward to it. We also very much look forward to BetMGM tonight, weeknights here on the BetQL Network, following us here from 7 to 11. 11 p.m. Eastern Time, featuring Trista Crick, Nick Ashu, and Ryan Horvath, who's going to join us in a moment. And we also very much look forward to every Saturday morning during the college football season, 9 a.m. Eastern, in all the places that you find all our content during the week, social channels, YouTube, Twitch, on the radio, Odyssey app, etc. The tailgate kickoff featuring our guy, Ryan Horvath, who joins us right now on the show to talk college football and promote that fine program here. Orby, welcome back to You Better You Bet. Nick and Ken, how's it going? Thanks so much for having me, guys. Obviously excited about tonight's game. Really excited for week one. And this is why I wanted to do the show so bad, obviously, because, you know, if you've been paying attention, you could have got really good prices, really good numbers with Florida, because I just I did not expect Cam Rising to be playing in this game. Torres ACL in that bowl game. Also, they're going to be without probably one of their better wide receivers as well. Uh, Brant Keithy in this game, Utah, most likely. He's also doubtful. So this is why I wanted to do the show. Can't wait for Saturday. We're waiting on Cade McNamara news, but uh, ready to get going. Really excited for college football. You brought up Dark Horse MVP candidates. I know you guys are going to talk about Kenny Pickett. Might have to give Jordan Love some uh, love as well in that market. Yeah, absolutely. And he uh, loves price less than Pickett in the market, too. He, like, he even came up at the end of the, the last MVP segment we did. It was like 30, 35 to 1 alongside some kind of kind of heavy hitters in terms of quarterbacks. And, Brian, and, you, and you just kind of real alluded... quick, and just real quick, I'm sorry yeah. here, like, Horvey, like, no. Like, you don't get to be on the, like, like Ken and I 
are driving the Packers bandwagon. You don't get a seat well, he, because all you did— He's in Wisconsin. All, no, he's all, from Wisconsin. Because all he did—no, because all he did was bitch and moan after the Aaron Rodgers trade. How can we do this? How can we trade Aaron Rodgers? My GM sucks. Jordan Love sucks. Now you like Jordan Love? No. No. You're not allowed. He's a fan. And we can, right. talk, we can talk right. college football. Oh. Hold on. I'm so glad we are going to talk college football. Just really quick on that, because this is all I get on social media, in our group group chats, everything. So I do not hate Jordan Love. I hated the Jordan Love pick because you were coming off an NFC championship appearance where you gave up over 300 yards on the ground and T. Higgins was available in that draft. So I didn't hate Jordan Love. I just hated the Jordan Love pick because even if I wasn't an Aaron Rodgers fan, he was still under contract for four more seasons as one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league. So I thought taking a project at quarterback in the first round and moving up was stupid. But the case I can make for Jordan Love and the Packers this season, he doesn't have to be Aaron Rodgers from 2014, 2015. He just has to be better than Aaron Rodgers last season when he was quarterback number 20 in the National Football League. And I think they could go over the win total and he could have a nice little season. The thing that concerns me, though, Romeo Dobbs already dinged, doesn't even know if he's going to play week one. Christian Watson struggles to stay on the field. So I do feel like the ceiling's pretty high for Green Bay, but um, anything can happen, obviously. I mean, I think we're we're all in agreement, like, with this, this Green Bay win total over is going to, like, make or break entire shows. I feel like on, on our network and on other networks, based on how many people are apparently uh, in on this. Ryan, you alluded to Florida-Utah tonight, the start of college football week one. There's there's four FBS-FBS games tonight, about 25 random games. Uh, Florida-Utah, probably the biggest one, but Minnesota-Nebraska, a big game as well. Why don't we start with Florida-Utah? Even though I know, like, we've had other guests on the show who had the same handicap, the market has obviously moved a lot on this game with Cam Rising not going to play. Now it's more like Utah four and a half five instead of seven and the total has gone down about three or four points maybe it's windy and you have a third string quarterback playing in the game anyway so like 44 and a half is the total we're dealing with so what are your bets for florida utah and if they're gone just like what advice would you give people that maybe still want to come in and bet the game yeah i feel like uh four and a half four is probably a fair price where i might go back i might like utah in this game but i still like the total even all the way down to 44 i just think this is going to be a low scoring game With Cam Rising, if you look at the market, last season on the road in the Swamp, they were three-point favorites, Utah was. So that's how much he's worth to the market. Makes sense. They're also without Keithy. Um, They lost Delton Kincaid to the NFL. So I don't love the wide receiver tight end room as much as I did last season for Utah when I bet them to win the Pac-12. And then you brought up the quarterback situation. Bryson Barnes does have experience, but we're also going to see Nate Johnson Not really concerned with the running game for Utah, even though they lose their top back from last season, Tavion Thomas. Jalen Glover, who's their true freshman, had a really good spring. And their offensive line is always really tough for Utah. So I think they're going to be able to run the ball against that Florida defensive line. They bring back three starters on the offensive line. Uh, With the new rule change, you know, the clock's not going to stop, obviously, after first downs. I think that that's going to limit the Utah and Florida possessions. And then on the offensive side of the ball for Florida, I don't like Graham Mertz at all. Um, not only because I bet him to win the Heisman three years ago and he let me down, but I also, you look at him, I don't think he's going to be the, the disaster that Wisconsin and Big Ten football fans think he's going to be, but we know what his ceiling is, right? Like with Anthony Richardson last season, there were some highs and then there were some really lows. But with Graham Mertz, I can see him just kind of managing this game. You know, I think Utah's defense, always one of the best in the Pac-12. Nine starters are back. They could be top 10 in the entire country. They weren't as dominant as they were, uh, you know, the last couple years last season. But they bring back seven of their top eight guys on the defensive line. They only gave up, you know, a little bit over 100 yards rushing per game last season. 
But still, I think Florida might be able to run the ball a little bit here. They have a solid backfield. Trevor Etienne's there. Uh, he rushed for over 700 yards. Montrell Johnson was their leading rusher with 841. So I think both teams run the ball. I like both teams defensively uh, a little bit. I think Florida upgrades a little bit on that side of the ball this year. So I like a low-scoring game. I think this is like a 17-13, 17-14 game. I lean Utah, I guess, at the current price. Um, but I think the under is just my favorite play here because I don't know what to expect from either quarterback. You know, Graham Mertz in a new offense, a Florida team that's projected to win five and a half games, and then Utah without Cam Rising, who, again, is worth probably six and a half, seven points in the market. All right, you better you bet here with Nick and Ken. Tremendous Football Thursday, talking college football with Ryan Horvat, uh, BetMGM tonight. Of course, Horvey, one of the co-hosts there, and the host of the tailgate kickoff Saturdays, 9 a.m. Eastern here on the BetQL Network. Horvey, we're entering like the lightning round here. We only have about four minutes left, and we want to hit a bunch of different games. Let's do another game tonight. What have you got for us, Minnesota and Nebraska? Yeah, I like Minnesota here. So they lose their second leading rusher in school history, but I don't think there's a huge drop off in the running back room. Sean Taylor comes in from Western Michigan. They also have a true freshman in Darius Tyler. Pretty solid wide receiver room uh, for Minnesota. Ottman Bell's back. He's been there for seven years. Daniel Jackson's there. They probably stay, they take a step back defensively, but they still have six starters back. I just, I think Matt Rule probably turns that Nebraska program around, but it's going to take him some time. Usually it takes him some time to just build the culture. You go back his first year at Temple, he was 2-10, and 10, then got to 10 wins, seasons 3-4. and four. At Baylor, he went 1-11 year one. He has more talent here with this Nebraska program, but I like Minnesota. So anything 7-7.5, seven, seven I do like the Gophers in this game. Uh, I, think this, I think the number should be about 8, so I do like Minnesota a little bit. Ryan, next game in about a minute here. I think this game's on Saturday. Wisconsin, Luke Fickle. I know you're kind of big on maybe their win total over this year. They play Buffalo. What do you got in this game? Yeah, so I know everybody expects Wisconsin to have this air raid offense. I'm excited about Tanner Mordecai. Completed over 65% of his passes at SMU. But they still have Braylon Allen there, and they still have a really good offensive line. And I just I don't think Buffalo is going to be able to move the football against Wisconsin. I don't know if they're going to be able to put up any points. Cole Snyder's back, their quarterback, both of their running backs. But it's a team that only averaged 377 yards per game. Wisconsin has eight starters back on the defensive side of the ball, and that's what Luke Fickle does. He coaches defense. So I like the under at 55. Small lean to Wisconsin, but that number's kind of skyrocketed. But I do think that they probably win that game by three, four scores. What do you have for us in Oklahoma and Arkansas State? Yeah, here's another one where I like the under. I just think this total is a little bit inflated because both defenses were so bad. Arkansas State's pass defense was 91st. Oklahoma's defense gave up about 30 points per game. I think the defense for Oklahoma will be a little bit better, which is why I like their win total over this season. Brett Venables is there. He brings back six starters. They bring back like 15 guys, or they bring in 15 guys in the transfer portal. Uh, I just think that total is a little too high. So I like the under 60 and a half. All right, so there you have it with Arkansas State and Oklahoma. Uh, Ryan, for our listeners and viewers out there who are like maybe like last weekend, they're not really like especially tuned in because it's week zero. Obviously, week one of the college football season is going to be massive. Our listeners and viewers are really excited. Tell our listeners and viewers what they can expect coming up this Saturday morning and every Saturday morning throughout the college football season. You, solo for an hour, the tailgate kickoff, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern. Yeah, great guests, obviously. We're going to take a look at the line movement. Really, I mean, we got to take a look at the injury report every single week here in college football. I talked about Cade McNamara and how important he's going to be for that Iowa offense. Iowa hasn't had a quarterback there since 2015 to complete over 60% of his passes. So, you know, we're going to take a look at line movement uh, totals, especially with all the weather that's going on around the country. Um, so just kind of keeping you informed, helping you make the best bets every Saturday.
Ryan, awesome job, man. Can't wait for the show coming up this Saturday and every Saturday. Again, it is the tailgate kickoff Saturdays, 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern here on the BetQL Network. And Ryan, of course, co-host of BetMGM Tonight, following us here on You Better You Bet weekdays here on the BetQL Network on Twitter at Ryan Horvat. Ryan, we sincerely appreciate it, my friend. Wishing you the best of luck with the bets. Have a great show on Saturday morning, and we will catch up with you soon here on You Better You Bet. Thanks for having me, guys. Ryan Horvat joining us here on the show from our BetQL headquarters. I love that from our guy, Ryan Horvat. Man, I, I got to tell you, man, I got to tell you, that is a, I would say I'm not jealous because like I need it. I need a day off, but like, that's a really fun show to host that Saturday morning show. Probably oh, is yeah. a blast. Well, it's one of the things I say about our show that I like the most is it's like, we're already betting anyway. And now you're just like putting us on camera and you're putting us in front of microphones. Like it's like, oh, well, if you weren't here, what would you be doing? I'd be at this desk on this computer betting, even if I wasn't on the show, that'd be like Saturday morning. Like, yeah, you know why that would be fun? Because what would I be doing anyway? I would just be sitting here betting every single college football game. So yeah, just, I, I think it's a really a fun time to host a show. Dun, 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 dun. Well, that's, that's you and I in the car going to, you know, watch games on Sunday week one, watching on my dun, phone. Dun, 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 dun. In Cleveland. next. Power hour, final hour of the show. We'll give you all our bets. Plus MVP, Defensive Player of the Year. And what if Cooper Cup misses week one for the Rams against the Seahawks?